Thank y'all for joining me once again. To there can be no harvest until you sow the seed. And I am your host, Sylvester. It's your rest. So come as you are and let's wrap with taste. So today, we're going to be going a little bit deeper into the rap hall. Today, unveiling the costume. Jim Carrey's secret seed of transformation. I'm going to say it again. Say it again. Say what you just said, but just say it a little bit slow so the people can hear you. Make sure you speak real clear. Say it again. Unveiling the costume. Jim Carrey's secret seed of transformation. I'd like to give a special thanks to Dr. Santos Bonacci. Upon doing some research, I happened to stumble upon this guy. Titled The Secret, and it is on YouTube. All you have to do is just type in Jim Carrey The Secret, and it's gonna pop up. And you gonna be shell shocked. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back to There Can Be No Harvest Until You Sow the Seed, the podcast that delivers. We dives deep into the secrets of personal growth and transformation. I am your host, Sylvester Intruette, and today we have an incredibly intriguing topic to explore. We will be discussing the enigmatic world of actor and comedian Jim Carrey and his mysterious dealings with the claustrum. Jim Carrey was known for his zany characters and hilarious performances. He has always had a deeper side to it. So his his substance comes from your medulla, makes the trip trip down your spine to your sacrum, which is the which is Christ coming down into human form. And if you don't squander the essence, that sexual essence, it ascends again and goes back up to which is your thing. It's also the story of Santa Claus, why right? he comes down the chimney is because there's, there's some juice or there's, there's whatever substance actually passes what's called the claustrum, which is why that's Santa Claus. Yeah. So it goes down the chimney and you back up the chimney. In the brain, in the cranium, uh, there is the cerebrum. And in the cerebrum, and in particular, the claustrum. The claustrum is sitting right there in the middle of the head, virtually. It's the oil. And in ancient times, this fluid was called, in Greek, it's called Christos. It's called the Christ. It's this beautiful fluid which uh, comes from the uh, cerebrum and pours down the spinal cord. It goes down the spinal cord and it reaches the sacral plexus, right next door to the sacrum, which are the five second bottommost fused vertebrae bones at the bottom of the spinal column. The bottommost portion of the spinal column is called the coccyx, and then just above that is the sacrum, five fused bones. So the sacral plexus is connected to the sacrum. 
and the fluid which comes from the cerebrum pulls down the spinal cord and comes to this, the bottomlymost part of the spinal cord. Now the claustrum is otherwise known as the holy claustrum, simply because of this beautiful oil, this Christos, that is produced and secreted. You see, the word secret comes from secretion, because this secretion is a secret. And the sacrum is the sacred part of the secret. As the secretion pulls down the spinal cord and reaches the sacrum, this is the, um, the marvelous way in which our body has been designed. And the spinal cord is basically just an extension of the brain. It also does thinking. And you see, the holy claustrum is otherwise known as the Santa Claus. You see, because this fluid that goes down to the sacred plexus is a sacred fluid. Uh, and this is where the story of Santa Claus bringing presents down the chimney comes from. It's a story of physiology. And the Bible is a beautiful name of physiological regeneration. What happens with this fluid is that every month when the moon is on the sign where your sun was when you were born, every month there is a germ or a seed planted in the solar plexus, which is just above the uh, sacred sacral plexus. And that germ is the oil the Christ, which is born in Bethlehem, because the solar plexus is otherwise known as Bethlehem, where the seed, where the Christ is born. And that seed, that oil, needs to return whence it came in the big brain. You see, as the oil ascends the spinal cord, the vibration of the oil of the Christ increases. And you see, first of all, the oil is differentiated in the pineal gland and the pituitary gland before it is sent down the spinal cord. And the pineal gland is the electric portion and the pituitary gland is the magnetic portion. So the oil is differentiated and it is brought down the spinal cord via the pingala and the ida nerves. These are what is otherwise known as the cordillera and the cordillera. 90% of all the seed once a month, 12 times a year. And if we are able to transmute that seed and cause it to rise, as it rises, in the spinal cord, it eventually reach, reaches the medulla oblongata and the pons and the midbrain, and it crosses the va vagus nerve, otherwise known as the neurogastric nerve. It's a nerve which descends from the brain area, from the pineal and pituitary gland, glands, respectively. And it feeds the lungs and the stomach. It's a network of nerves. 
And this network of learners is called the tree of life. And you see, the ancients knew that this seed that is born in Bethlehem, once a month, is the Christ. And that if one were to abstain from sex during that period, that oil and seed would be saved. And it would rise. And it would burst through the heart chakra, through the throat chakra, and eventually the oil would arrive with its higher vibration because you see at the bottom the oil has a very low vibratory rate whereas with proper practices meditation breathing good eating and good peaceful behaving one is able to raise that christ that oil so that it crosses the vagus nerve at the top of this the uh, spinal column the 33 vertebrae of the spinal column you see because the christ is crucified at 33 years of age when the oil arrives at the very very top there awaiting is the optic thalamus an egg-shaped organ in the middle of the head when it crosses this neurogastric nerve this is called the crucifixion. The oil is not killed and destroyed, but it is magnified 1,000-fold. And the oil then touches the optic thalamus and for two and a half days remains in a condition that is considered to be dead and then reaches the pineal gland after two and a half days and illuminates the optic thalamus and the pineal gland. The optic thalamus was known as the light of the world by the Egyptians and the Greeks because they knew their, their uh, physiology and anatomy. And they knew that this precious oil which descended from the claustrum, from the cerebrum, and was differentiated in the pineal and pituitary glands and descended the spinal cord, they knew that it would ascend eventually and that the enlightened portion of mankind were able to cause this Christ oil to ascend so that it would uh, ascend to the optic thalamus and uh, cause it to be enlightened. What in turn happens is that millions of brain cells that were dormant are now awakened. And you see, there are practices and there are things that are very, very detrimental about this oil or that are detrimental to this oil. For instance, overeating and alcohol and sex practiced at the wrong time. These destroy the seed and this is what is known as eating from the tree of life. Because you see, the ancients know that once the oil is depleted because of riotous living, the fleshly organism dies. Death results from using up all of the oil. You see, the oil that descends from the uh, cerebrum is known otherwise as the manna from heaven. You see, because heaven is heaved up and the head, the cranium, 
the dung which sits on top of the torso, that was known as the heavens, you see? And the heart area and the heart chakra was known as the meat guard or the meat garden. And the generative area was known as Sodom and Gomorrah, the area of desire, animal desire, you see? And otherwise known as Egypt and hell and the world, etc. Whereas the Garden of Eden and the land flowing with milk and honey, that's upstairs. In fact, the pineal gland produces the honey, the secretion known as honey, uh, which has DMT in it, and the pituitary body secretes the milk. This is the milk and honey. And the land flowing with milk and honey is upstairs. This is a sacred secret simply because the secretion which comes from the sacral plexus is one of the most important things that uh, we need to know for physiological regeneration. You see, by saving the seed, one can uh, actually live longer. In fact, the ancients used to live for thousands of years by protecting and keeping this, um, this secret regarding it. The Egyptians built ascension chambers, pyramids, for this very purpose. And they taught the science of respecting and keeping and guarding. So how do you feel about what you just heard that was dead? See? See what I'm saying? I told you, I told all of y'all that I was going to take you a little bit deeper into the rabbit How? So how do you feel? I am your host, Sylvester and Truette. Uh, there can be no harvest until you sow the seed. See, over the years, Jim Carrey has become a symbol of personal growth and self-discovery. But what lies beyond the laughter? What lies beyond it? Joining us today was Dr. Rebecca Marshall, a renowned neuroscientist and expert on the claustrum. Let's start by unraveling the mystery surrounding the claustrum. What is it? And why has it captivated Jim Carrey's attention? I don't even understand. The claustrum is a thin sheet-like structure deep within the brain, connecting various regions.